You practice, I make progress. It's the postman. You're listening to me on the Three Count Podcast. I'm a mess that she raised. All of your won't change Welcome everybody to another great edition of the Three Count Podcast presents now entering the ring. I'm your host, Clifford Red Dog Miller. As always, seems to be like I'm the one that's attached to every single one of these interviews because I should be. Because, you know, that's, that's a host job. But enough about me. Let's go down our roster. First up, he is my longest reigning friend from Lincoln, Nebraska. He's the guy who just, like, seems to always just linger around somehow. I don't – we tell him to go home, but he just stays in the chat room. He doesn't go anywhere. But you give it up for the man himself with the representing the new Three Count Podcast T-shirt. Give it up for Lou the Franchise. Hi, friends. Next on the list, you can't see him because literally he's not John Cena, but he is in the dark shadows. He is the man that we like to refer to as the supervillain. He is the Dark Lord, Damien Fatal. The pleasure is all y'all. <laughs> and last but not least, you guys know who she is. She's on every one of these podcasts as well. She stands about... Mm, Four eight, depending on what day she decides to stand fully tall. She is all of nine years old. She is the super bad mama jamma. Give it up for the one they call Kiki. I'm not going to, because I figure you are since you're talking to me. It's a, a two-foot drop. I don't think you're going to hurt anything. <laughs> so this is now entering the ring, ring, which means one thing. We have a special guest for you. You have seen her. She has been on WWE. You have seen her on FCW. You have seen her on WOW. You have seen her on NXT, Reality of Wrestling. And most recently, you've seen her on the deadly draw of AEW. She is a ring announcer. She is a wrestler. She's an actress. She's a dancer. She's a singer. She is so much more talented than I will ever be. She comes from one of the greatest lineages of all time. Give it up for Shaw Guerrero. Hi, guys. That's like a, an amazing intro. I loved it. The only thing I'm missing is my ring music, but I think your daughter can help me on there. <laughs> you gotta find a ring music. Find a ring music. All right, we can't find a ring music. Right now. We're having technical difficulties because no one's paying attention. <laughs> nah, man, that's her gimmick. I wouldn't dare. I wouldn't dare. <laughs> <laughs> I know, right? Like, it seems recently, like, the more she's on, the more she, like, I, le- I love it. She's, like, breaking out of her cocoon. So, like, Hell yeah, that's awesome. <laughs> <laughs> so... First things first, like I just really want to ask this question. I ask this question every single time to every person. Can you tell us who is Shaw Guerrero? Oh my God, that's like the hardest question ever. No, um, I mean, you already gave me such a wonderful intro, but I feel like at the core of it, I'm a performer that happened to get dropped into this magical world that we all love professional wrestling. Um, Of course, through my lineage um, with my mom and my dad and my uncles, my cousins and my uh, my grandpa as well so yeah at the heart of it I'm just a performer I live off of I feed off of the audience's energy and whether that's dancing wrestling burlesque or even ring announcing that's that's who I am at the core of it yeah I have to say like I've I've followed your career for a while like 
you've just you break barrier after barrier after barrier when people like you know like some other companies like use the word trailblazer and they use it for like every single person like you truly like have risen like in every single industry that you've ever been in so to me my hat's off to you because it just seems like you just run with no fear and it's amazing to watch oh thank you i'm glad it seems like that because i'm always i'm like i don't know what i'm doing (laughs) i'm just gonna give it my all i think that was always what my dad taught me when he was raising you know me and my sisters was just like you know whatever you do don't do it half-assed so i think it's just served me well and i've had wonderful opportunity because of my mom and dad and my grandpa and uncle's hard work and you know i'm just making sure i do it justice uh, I'm, I know for a fact that they're super proud of you. So Thank you don't you. have to worry about that. So first off, we're going to let Kira, she's going to give us our first set of questions. And then we're going to go to Anthony, Damien, and then I'll wrap up by myself. All right. What's up, little mama? Do you go to the gym every day? Hey, actually, I don't. I go two days in a row. I have an upper day, a lower day, and then I have a day off because rest is just as important as getting that workout in. How did you come up with your character? Well, actually, I have a new character. I'm actually getting back into um, the wrestling ring. I'm training now, and uh, I'm actually going to come back as myself. I'm not going to be the Ultra Diva anymore. I'm not going to be what like the ascension character was we were vampires but not vampires we were something we were just creepy people um but like (laughs) this time i'm just coming back at shaw guerrero Uh, what's your favorite tv show oh that's hard american horror story yo let's go okay i gotta ask then i'm just gonna enter enter intertwine this one uh follow-up question what has been your favorite season oh that's so hard Okay. Okay. I have to tell, okay. I'll give you my top three, but if I had to watch one on re like, like all the time, basically Coven, uh, Apocalypse and Hotel. Um, those are like, wait, is that, is that what it was called? Hotel, Hotel Courses, whatever. Um, but if I had to watch it on a loop, Coven. Yeah. I'm I'm not even gonna lie. Uh, for me, it would have been, uh, Coven is definitely up there. Hotel and then, uh, Murder House. Like I love oh, Murder House. Is good. Yeah. You gotta, stick with the, you gotta stick with the first season. That's what sets the pace. First one's the best one. Yeah. <laughs> Lou, it's up to you now. Hey, Shaw. Hey. How are you? I'm fantastic, man. How are you? I'm all right. Fangirling, but I'm just kidding. Uh, <laughs> can I have your autograph? Absolutely. Yes. Um, <laughs> um, but for real, questions. Uh, what is your favorite snack during wrestling, like the day of, like game day snack? Oh, game day snack. Okay, I was about to say, like, because I have, like, a lazy at-home snack, and then, but snack for before the ring. Mm-hmm. Um, it would probably have to be a fruit cup. Um, just, like, got to get that energy in, but it's light enough mm-hmm. to where I'm not going to feel like I need to upchuck it on the first bump um but probably that and like a yogurt okay awesome um what is your dream match oh my dream match you know what like that is so hard because like there's I have like a top five kind of people I want to wrestle but if I could pick like any match in the world like like dead or alive kind of thing I'd have to wrestle my dad 
I would learn so much from him. That's like the one thing like I'm really sad about because I didn't get into the wrestling business until after he passed. And I like kick myself every time I watch all of his matches. I'm like, God, I wish I could have had him here to explain what he was thinking and, and whatnot. But yeah, my dad, cliche, maybe, but it's true. I love it. I love it. Um, what is the worst bump you've taken? Oh, worst bump I've taken? Honestly, it probably would have to be like, it's going to sound lame, but like if you land on a body slam wrong, like land on your side, like I've had like the wind knocked out of me multiple times because I just, I, it was my fault. I didn't take the bump right or whatever. Um, yeah, that would probably be ha- have to be the worst bump I've ever taken, which weirdly though, a power slam feels like amazing. Like I'll take a power slam any day. Body slams, I hate. <laughs> All right. And last question. What motivates you to continuously to improve in the ring? Uh, myself. I'm competing against myself every day. So I, all I want to do is just like, honestly, I just want to go to sleep every night feeling proud of myself. And that's pretty much enough to get me to bust my ass in the ring. Awesome. Thank you. Thank you. I guess it's my talk. I love it. I love it. Um, what's the hardest you've ever been hit in the ring? Hardest I've ever been hit? Ah, you know what? Like that made you loopy. Like, you know, that, that, that initial, whoa. (laughs) Well, I think like the, I've been hit like a handful of times pretty hard where I've been concussed. And like, I don't remember. <laughs> I don't remember how hard I hit. I've been hit, but I did. Um, I did get a slap one time, and my mouth happened to be like, like loose and open, and I got like, like I felt like I couldn't eat right for a week, uh, mm. for a while. But I have been concussed pretty, pretty bad a couple times. Just like get got, getting spiked on my neck a lot. So probably anything that involves neck stuff, it wakes me up. Um, what has been, this will be a two-part question. So what has been your favorite match that you're in? And then what has been the worst match that you've been in? Um, well, you don't, you don't have to name names. Oh, I won't. I, I won't name names, but like, I will say like, I've had the privilege of being in the ring with a couple of really wonderful people. And honestly, it wasn't a match. It was like, I got to roll around with them in the ring for a while. And Serena Deeb is by far one of the most amazing women I've ever been in the ring with. Um, She basically like, she made me look amazing and she did all the work. Like it was, it was incredible. I want to learn how to work like her one day, really look up to her. Um, As far as like the worst match I've ever had, I would have to say that would have to be like, Right before I went into rehab for my eating disorder, I had an NXT match. Um, it was against, um, I, don't, I don't even remember at this point, but, and it wasn't on her. It was on me because I wasn't eating. I was in a really low place in my life. And honestly, if you're not in a good place mentally, you're going to have a shit match. And so yeah. I was, you know, I was just literally, it was the last match. And the, like the next day I went into rehab. So I would have to say probably that match. <laughs> All right, all right. And my last question is, what do you want your legacy? Oh, hit, hitting me deep. Hitting me deep, Dark Lord. Okay, um, honestly, 
my legacy. Obviously, I want to do my family proud. Like, I, it's hard to say. Like, it's like being a champion and, you know, you could have all the accolades racked up. But if you're not happy at the end of it and if you didn't help people along the way, then it's all your championships don't mean shit. So if I could be gone one day and have people have a memory of me, like, she was extraordinarily kind. She worked extraordinarily hard. And like, basically if I could have that legacy, that means more to me than any championship that I can bring for my family. So. Thank you. I am pleased. I am pleased. Oh, good. I'm glad. I'm glad. (laughs) No, that's, that's awesome. That's like, um, that it's, trust me, everybody, everybody is well aware of like, where you've been and like where you're going and who you are like trust me you touch a lot of lives and i I don't whether that's just like in the ring or like outside the ring or just like the stuff you do like um just it all together we we recognize (laughs) oh i'm very humbled by that but like i i appreciate you guys but honestly it was just like my mom and dad they worked really hard to make sure I didn't turn into an asshole. So I just, uh, I I was raised by good people um, that tried their best, even in the midst of everything that they were going through with my dad's addictions and everything my mom went through and his death. And like, there's so much more behind the scenes, but because of their strength, I'm able to be able to be here today and be able to try and like have a legacy in, in the wrestling industry. So I really appreciate their hard work. Oh, yeah. And, but, you know, in, in the end of the day, too, like, it all comes down to choices. So, I mean, you know, and you clearly, I mean, obviously, like, a great presence with family. Like, it always matters. But ultimately, you're going to make those choices, like, regardless. So, you know, you have to continue, like, yeah, give yourself a pat on the back, too, because you work really Thank hard, you. too, and we notice that. So. <laughs> oh, I appreciate that. Thank you. <laughs> I'm so, trying. We're all trying our best here, you right. know. <laughs> um, so here's, so here, it's, it's my turn now. My favorite question to ask a lot of other people, too, is, what has been your favorite fan interaction? Favorite fan interaction? Oh my God. You know what? So like there is this, I don't even like, like she's a fan, but she's also like, I feel like I consider her family now. Like um, her name is Daisy. I hope she's listening to this. Um, But she like was so moved by my dad and she, and I've gotten to interact with her at wow tapings when I'm in LA and um, honestly, like, she, like, was really inspired by my dad, and she, like, she gave me her graduation cords, um, like, after she graduated as, like, a, as, like, a thank you to me, but also, like, mainly for my dad, but, like, she just, like, she's, like, one of the kindest people I know. She's training to wrestle, and she is, like, she feels like a sister from another mister kind of situation, <laughs> and so, Daisy, if you're listening to this, like you are my favorite fan interaction, but I, I consider you like part of the part of the family as well. So, but yeah, she's just one of those genuine people, extremely respectful, and like I'm really rooting for her um, for her in ring career to take off as well. So yeah, Daisy, that's awesome. It I'm, and it's cool that you have like I mean, we've had a lot of stories about like favorite fan interactions, but like most of the wrestlers that we've brought on had never mentioned like a personal story like that where like you know someone becomes my family so it's cool to hear that oh for um, sure i figured we we do it a, a nice happy story rather than a, a creepy one so oh. <laughs> wait you have one of those too like no Bro. oh my god <laughs> i can only I, imagine I, 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 
I feel like, but I feel like it's not even because of like, like maybe me. I feel like that's just being a woman sometimes in the industry. Like, just get some weird shit going on and so you're just like okay like i don't know like even like with the fans i grab a little too low and you're just like oh, <laughs> oh up here um but i mean god, god bless them i mean i, I don't know like uh, that's more it makes it makes me sad for them than it makes me sad for me i mean like uh, i'm all right <laughs> so uh, we we could tell you some fun fan stories that we heard too like after some of our female interviews that we've had. So yeah, we talk about after the show. We're not going to bring up names here now, so don't worry. Uh, no, don't worry. Okay, I've had question. some creepy interactions myself. Yeah, yeah I'm like, I, I bet it's not just women. Like I, I've heard some guy, some of my guy friends in the industry just have, have like, what happened to you? What? Yeah. She did what? So yeah. yeah. <laughs> Look at so, the uh, creeps. One of my, my next question for you, right, is what do you think is missing from the business? Ooh, that's a good question. You know what? Like, um, besides me in the ring, um, yes. like, <laughs> I'm coming, <laughs> TBD, I'm coming, I'm coming. Um, but I feel like, I don't know if it's necessarily, I guess we can lump it into the business, but I feel like. I want to see more inclusivity across the board and like, I feel like we've gotten better over the past couple of years with like making sure our Ross like rosters have like everyone represented the way that they want to be represented and not necessarily have a stereotype slapped on them. Cause I feel like wrestling in the past has had a very like, you know, Oh, we're like, I'm Brown. I'm a Latina. So we're going to make sure, everyone knows that like she's got them like I don't know like the super Mexican gimmick and it's just like it doesn't need to be like that all the time I want a wrestler to make sure that they're represented the way that they feel empowered and they feel like they can empower fans so I want to see more of that I would love to see like more LGBTQ people in the industry as well um but we are like we, we do have a lot more people coming out like and I'm so excited and um that's what I feel like I want to see more of in the industry Okay. I like it. I like it a lot. Um, next question for you, right, is what advice would you give to up and coming wrestlers? Okay. Yes. Um, be kind to yourself. Like, I feel like, I, I don't know, when I was coming up in the industry, I feel like there was a lot of pressure I put on myself, first of all. Um, and then obviously you're going to have tough coaches that are going to let you know, like when stuff like doesn't look right. And, you know, you're going to hear more often than not, like everything you did wrong rather than what you did right in a match. And which is good. That's how you grow and whatnot. But I would also say, be kind to yourself and because being kind to yourself and lifting yourself up and lifting others up is good is what is going to create better wrestlers um and better performers in the end I feel like when I was at FCW um I was at a really low point in my life and I at one point turned into a mean girl like I turned into one of like the clicky girls and I didn't like that and like having like a toxic really having like a toxic environment in the locker room and adding to that doesn't yield good matches it doesn't yield happy people you know what i mean and i feel like that's really really important to be able to put on a good product is to make sure your talent is happy and make sure you have good relationships with one another so yeah that's hey that's great advice i like that a lot and that's actually 
yeah, that's the first time I've heard that. Like, yeah. <laughs> so, Just being yeah. real, man. Like I, I've, I've fucked up in my past and, um, I've, and you learn from it, you know? And like, I've, I've been hazed and I've also like, you know, I've been on the other side of that and I'm not proud of that, but I am proud of like where I've become and like, I want to like lift people up now and I want to make sure like we try and have that kind of environment, especially in training, you know, especially in training, you got to try and lift people up. Not saying yeah, like, <laughs> yeah, it's hard. And it's like, I'm not saying to blow smoke up people's ass or anything, like be real and help them get better, you know, but at the same time, it's like tearing people down doesn't yield good performance. No, I'm, I'm glad that you brought that up. I really am. Like that's, that's, be kind. <laughs> I feel like somebody else in, in, I feel like somebody in Hollywood already says that, but I just want to reiterate it here too as well. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Be kind to yourself. Be kind to other people. Right. So last question for you from me before we hop into the 10 count questions. Is there so much more pressure added onto you because of the legacy of your family? Yes. <laughs> I will not be around the bush. Yes. Um, yeah, I feel like, um, like in the ring, out of the ring, like during training, like backstage, I feel like there always is this like expectation of like how to carry myself and like, and I'm very blessed. I'm not like, like my family's legacy is a huge blessing because it's open doors for me. And I'm very aware, like I can walk into places just because of my name and I'm not going to deny that. Um, but also with that open door comes an expectation that I am going to be like the shit and like, which is like, great. That's what I'm aiming for too. But I have to be able to work my way up to that and be able to learn and grow. And so um, it's hard. It's hard. I feel like even coming into the Indies now, um, I'm, I'm scared because I feel like I want to go in and have a five-star match right out the gate because I feel like that's what I have to do. And like, like, you know, you just started training. Like it's, it's, it's not going to get there overnight. And so you just got to keep going, keep pushing forward and, you know, put the work in and then, you know, just like with anybody, whether you're a Guerrero or not, you'll be, you know, entertaining and, having five-star matches and have the people want you, so. Yeah, I can, I, I, I'm, I'm gonna be honest, like, I can only imagine the pressure that they, they, that people put on you just because of your last name. I mean, I can imagine there's, like, another person out there, you know, Charlotte is, is probably, like, around the same level with you because, you know, the names matter, uh, but yeah. yeah, I just, I, I just couldn't imagine what that would feel like, and I've, I, before we even, like, started a podcast, we kind of, Anthony and myself have told you our story. Like the pressure that we is a different pressure that we've been through. Like we've been right. overseas. I can, I just, the pressure of just like knowing a bunch of people have like this huge expectation for you. Just to me, I'm just kind of like, I pray it's a for lot. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's a lot. And I feel like I, I don't know how you cope with it, but like, I feel like what I have to do is of course, like, I want to put this out there. Like I care. I care too much. My husband always says like, I need you to care less about everything. Cause your baseline of caring is like all the way up here. I need you to, I need you to like care less. That way you can become a normal person. But like, I have to really put the pressures of, she has to be good on the bike. Like, like her mom. She has to be good in the ring. Like her dad, she has to be able to cut a promo like her dad or do the frog splash like this or whatever. I have to really put that in the back, 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 background and focus on having fun. 
I'm like, wrestling's supposed to be fun first and foremost. And so, exactly. um, like I have to focus on that and then everything will fall into place and making sure I'm putting in the work on my own time to be able to yield what the people want. So yeah, that's how I have to deal with it. We can, we can swap stories like at, at the end after everything, you know, off, offline, we can talk. For sure. Yeah, I definitely. Um, all right. But that's enough of those questions. Let's get into the 10 count questions. This is how, this is how it works, right? We're going to fire off 10 questions at you. Haha. <laughs> kind of like the 10 count punches, but we're going to put an imaginary timer on the clock and it's whatever first comes to your mind. So, you know, try not to think too hard on it, but okay. <laughs> let's put the imaginary timer on the timer up. Bing! There it goes. And our first question. Best finisher. Ah, the frog splash. Go ahead. Smackdown or Raw? Smackdown. Too hot or too cold? Too hot. Early bird or night owl? Night owl. Favorite color? Turquoise. It's a Friday night. What are you doing? I'm at home with my cats. In your opinion... Who currently has the best frog splash? <gasps> Me. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> I will take it. Um, next question for you is, if you could nominate a wrestler to be on this podcast, who would you nominate? Um, have you guys had Warhorse on here? Not yet. Get him on. He's hilarious. <laughs> I know. I, I, I know. All right. And last but not least, my favorite question asked every single person who comes on this show. Favorite curse word. Fuck. <laughs> well, that's it for the 10 count questions. And yo, that's the best. <laughs> so my, um, my next thing for you, uh, let our listeners and our viewers know where they can find you on social media. All right, you guys, you can find me on Instagram at Shaw Guerrero. You can find me on Twitter at Guerrero underscore Shaw. Find me on Twitch. Um, it's at Shaw Guerrero. And other than that, I mean, like, I'm mainly active on Instagram. So make sure you hit me up. Cheers. Yep. All right. Well, that does it for the Three Count Podcast presents now Enter the Ring for the Dark Lord for the franchise, for the Kiki, who's somewhere around here. Yeah! I'm the Red Dog, and this is now Entering Presents, Shaw Guerrero, and we will catch you next time. So tune into the next episode and be there or be somewhere else. What's going on, Three Count Nation? I'm Clifford Red Dog Miller with the catchphrase. But what I really want to do right now, go to twitter.com, right? Go over there, find us at the three count underscore pod, give us a follow, give us a like, give us a comment. We want to talk to you guys. Go to IG at the three count pod, give us a like, give us a follow, leave us a comment. We want to interact with you. Go to youtube.com, give us a subscribe, turn the bell on, turn on notifications, leave a comment. We want to talk to you. Go to anger.fm forward slash the three count podcast and in there you can leave us a message and we will talk to you. Basically what I'm trying to tell you is that we want to talk to you. We want to have fun with you guys and we love listening to what you guys have to say. Also one thing I need you to do for me, the three count podcast also has merchandise. Oh! At prowrestlingtees.com forward slash the three count pod. 
please go buy our t-shirts. We love you guys, and we hope you love us too. So show us some support, please.